0: Welcome to Traveling Down: Biblical Archaeology, 21st Century. Here we are, Gary Byers and Dr. Steve Collins, and we're ready to talk about the cool stuff that God is doing in research and related to our research at Tal el Hamam. But we're going to take a little different tack today.
1: A little bit different. You went. I'm so tempted to look at this stuff. See,
0: this we are so excited about all of
1: this. This is all like palace wear. This is wonderful.
0: This yeah. is uh, this this is the result of how many this is how many seasons in the palace.
1: Um, this is 656 uh, six seasons
0: in the palace. And it's particularly kind of pottery and we, this is not what we're going to talk about. We've talked about it before, but just this particular kind of finish on regular pottery, special finish, and uh, this is uh, this is some of the really unique things at Tala Ma. But well, we're going to and we're going to get to another unique thing. But talk about this really different conference you went to not too long ago.
1: Yeah, uh, the Cosmic Summit in uh, Asheville, Cosmic Summit. North Carolina. That was it. Was very interesting. It was to, I mean it's totally out of my. I never loop into this stuff. I mean this is totally out of my out of my orbit experience. Yep. And um, but the reason I was invited is because the Cosmic Summit. Uh, had speakers coming in who um, who have experience with through, through their through their own projects have experience with cosmic impacts of one sort or another that have influenced changed altered civilization the history of the world that sort
0: of thing and cosmic impact meaning
1: uh, you know either you know asteroid impact um, comet frag impact could be any kind of Big, uh, bigger, small objects that create headaches for human beings yeah. by either destroying their entire civilization, as in our case, yeah, there was no, there was no headache after this one. This was just like death and and mayhem for uh, for an entire city state in the blink of an eye. But uh, other places in the world, and even some of these are global events. Some of these are these impacts, these objects that impact are big enough. And they can either be uh, like, you know, crater causing type impacts or they can burn up in the atmosphere, superheat, explode, uh, create kind of a plasmic splash onto the face of the earth, which causes a lot of havoc, you know, sets the world on fire, sets forests on fire, sets, um, and then there was one of those around, you know, um, uh, 12,000 years ago at the end of the Pleistocene period. When uh, this, this, when all the woolly mammoths and the saber-toothed tigers and most of those, you know, megafauna went extinct, well, why did they go extinct? Did they just decide one day, hey, we don't like it around here, let's just all die"? No, something happened globally. It's called the Younger Dryas event. It left a black mat. They call it the black mat of soot stuff, uh, full of airburst proxies, full of indicators, physical indicators, micro indicators of a, a cosmic impact. It's all over the planet: North America, South America, Europe, Africa. It's everywhere, and um, it was a big event. It caused the extinction of the uh, Pleistocene megafauna, and the Clovis, the uh, dis- serious disruption, if not extinction, of the Clovis culture, Clovis people culture here in North America. And um, Clovis coming from Clovis, New Mexico. Well, I guess Clovis is named after the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. guess. But um, so uh, that was a big one. Um, ours, of course, was a smaller variety. Uh, and, of course, there was the Tunguska-Siberia explosion, which really didn't disrupt anybody. Uh, yeah. Did some damage to the Siberian forest. but uh, And so these are the kinds of things that this summit, this conference, were, were focusing on.
0: Now, how in the world did these people know about
1: you? Um, well, some of the members of the Comet Research Group, uh, the, the scientists... Who worked on our airburst event, the um, destruction of Sodom airburst event? They um, they've been studying this stuff for yeah. decades. Yeah, they're experts, and they get quoted by everybody who researches this. And um, so um, they were one. A couple of them were part of it. Were speakers, and a couple of them. Uh, one of them was part of the was one of the guys that
0: helped put it together so and and those are the people those comet research group people and maybe some others the 21 scientists that did the article about the airburst Tunguska like airburst event at Tala Hammam, published like two years ago or something like that yeah <clears throat> all right so they those are those are they're involved in this um uh this conference and so they had invited you to come so Tell us about this conference because this is not stuff that you and I no. are normally connected with. No.
1: And um, like I said, this, this these are people who are involved in airburst type stuff, which is not our world particularly. Now, mm-hmm. it sort of became our world mm-hmm. in terms of dealing with the massive destruction at Tal Hammam, the end of the civilization there, the 700-year occupational gap that happened afterwards and trying to explain all of that what was that so they came uh, been working on about six seven Mm -hmm. years they came and took they took samples and they they did a lot of work all around the area and uh, um, began to see the kinds of proxies physical indicators that show uh, an airburst event one of these cosmic destructive things and um, the more they studied, the more they saw. Now, we're not the only one. The interesting about this conference, there were two other archeologists, big, big time guys. Uh, one who works with the Hopewell culture and the Hopewell culture, culture was destroyed around four hundred eighty AD by an airburst event.
0: And that's uh, the middle of the United States, uh, Midwest? Uh, yeah, or? Midwest, e-
1: Eastern United Eastern States. US. And it also has manifestations in different parts of the world. So it's quite an extensive, uh, interconnected culture. Uh, it was disrupted by an airburst event, and uh, that discussion was by uh, uh, Native American archaeologist uh, Ken Tankersley.
0: Now, we were the first ones, as far as as we know, to really publish about an airburst event in the archaeological world.
1: In a, in a yeah in a real human context. Now, of course, the Younger Dryas. You know was sort of prehistory right yes that's back there what we call prehistory Right. but um to have something in uh, in more recent times disrupting cultures that are well studied this was this kind of a new wrinkle and uh, so ken tangersley was there Uh, andrew moore andrew mt moore who was by the way previous uh, president of the aia the american institute of archaeology sort of the pace the pace setting trend setting uh, rule-setting uh, body, one of the most powerful ones uh, in the world, and everybody seems to follow AIA guidelines. And um, Andrew was uh, president of the AIA, still honorary president, and uh, so he's quite a noted archaeologist. And he has an airburst, destruction, uh, up at uh, evidences up at Abu huraira a Neolithic site up in Syria. So that one, and that one's has, yeah, that one's been published some. That one's been published quite a bit, and because it is associated with the Younger Dryas.
0: Okay, yes.
1: So, uh, but now we're seeing that air bursts, these kinds of cosmic destructions, disruptions, are not... As uncommon as people thought they were. And by the way, all of us who work with these, whether it's Andrew Moore, or Ken Tankersley, or whoever, whoever sees these things at their site and has them analyzed and then published, there's always kickback. It's hard for the traditional archaeological community to, uh, to to cross over and deal with and accept these kinds of destructions. Now, the scientists who publish this stuff, they have no doubt in their mind. They know what they 're looking for, they know the little micro proxies, you know things like platinum spikes and iridium spikes and osmium spikes and and microspherals of silica and 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 uh, uh, iron and things like that. They know in the microscopic record they 're using electron microscopes they 're not like us, oh gee, you know, that 's about as micro as we get, right <laughs> you know and uh, but yeah they're they 're using high tech stuff high tech equipment. And they have the ability to identify the right kind and amount. It's not just, I mean, the whole earth has been pummeled throughout its history by, by cosmic events. So, I mean, this kind of stuff is, is ubiquitous. But in the quantities, when you have, a, when you have a, a concentration, a quantity of this material in a particular layer, not above it, not below it, not in the general uh, geology around it, that it appears heightened there, and you have the kind of destruction matrix, you might say, that would be commensurate with such a violent event, which we do have at Tal Hammam, which is present in the Younger Dryas boundary, which is present in uh, in the excavations
0: all over North America. So uh, we, we, uh, we, we've been talking about this uh, since we found our first, first piece of... Trinitite-like ware pottery at the site. The very first season, we've been talking about this. This article came out by these scientists who are the experts in the field in uh, 21, in the fall of 21. Then early in 22, the Hopewell article came, came out. out. Mm-hmm. Now ours was the first article about this that was um, um, open source, where it was it was published online in a reputable journal. Uh, By reputable scientists, and it was peer-reviewed, all that stuff. Ours is really the first one to come out like that. Others have been in journals that nobody else gets to read. Right. So our article really um, exposed all this for the first time to people, and we got all kinds of reaction.
1: Yeah, and using the modern Uh, parlance, it really went viral.
0: Yeah, it did, didn't it? I mean, it just went. It really did. Crazy. Um, and and so then the so we were first, and then. Within six months, the article also on open source, also by Nature uh, Scientific Journal, uh, they also published their article. And again, it was an airburst, and they quoted the guys in our article, right? right. Yeah. They quoted some of them. They didn't know about our yeah. article because I was mean, the guys who did our
1: article are the cutting edge guys, the experts on this thing. And of course, Andrew Moore at Abu huraira an expert archaeologist, a world renowned notable archaeologist, has has uh, now come in as part of the CRT, the Comet Research Team.
0: He's actually joined in with them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's actually linked up uh, so, as,
1: as Ken, Ken Acker's <laughs> and, and the reason because, uh, anyway, the Comet Summit was sort of a, uh, a little bit happier environment
0: for those people who deal with these kinds of events. Yeah, because, because we've gotten great response from lots of people but we have many of our archaeological, uh, biblical world archaeological colleagues who just can't even fathom. This is just crazy talk. They don't.
1: They don't get it. They, you know, they kind of, they kind of snicker, smile, and roll their they eyes. They do. They do. And, uh, but they, they don't understand it, and and they don't understand the science. They don't even know the science exists. And, uh, and I but, wouldn't
0: have accepted digging it home. And I
1: wouldn't either, other than that, we ran into this conundrum that we had to solve what in the world was going on with this site. Why did a site that was constantly, just continuously occupied for for thousands of years all of a sudden go belly up when nobody in the, in the rest of the region did? Why would this little civilization just disappear uh, in a well-watered area? It, the water didn't go away. Something happened to the... Culture there and probably the agricultural soil yeah. denuded it destroyed the whole area so that nobody could live there couldn't do agriculture for the next 700 years so um so one more
0: time if people are interested in this um uh the, the hope world culture that article came out in nature scientific reports or open source you can read about that came out in early 22 mm-hmm. um and then the uh, the younger dryas um
1: there 's a whole lot on that published uh, The younger Dries has published not only uh some in nature scientific reports but also in the uh, several times in the proceedings proceedings of the national academy
0: academy of sciences and that 's as good a science as there is
1: yeah i mean that 's as, as that 's you, your top dog journal yep. for science and so um yeah uh, they they 're well published in there so um yeah and there 's controversy about that but there is there's always controversy when sort of new cutting-edge science comes along. It's been um, more and more people are just saying, you know, you guys that are opposing this kind of thing, just you're going to be dinosaurs here pretty soon. I mean, they already kind of are. They they just won't get on board, and they're just going to get older, and they're just going to go away. And the new guys who are doing this new science, like Mark Young just finishing up his Ph.D. at the University of Adelaide, I think, uh, was one of the presenters at the conference. He's all has joined the comet research group, and um, so um, there's a lot of young, up-and-coming scientists and getting in involved in this kind of research. In
0: most cases, these are not people of faith like you and me. No, they're not. They may have a, their own religion, but they're yeah. they're not not part of a biblical world no. community at all. No, and it's what
1: it's what you get in the scientific community community generically. Yeah. It's it's anybody and everybody from every possible background.
0: Alright, so um, so uh, with our next show, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit about that conference and, and what happened and the reaction of people. I think uh, it, it was very interesting and I think very exciting. And this is part of what, what, we're, what we're about. What we're doing is uh, getting the word out. And um, we, have, we have our, our own uh, biblical guys who are struggling with, with the idea. We've got secular archaeologists who just haven't, it's just not part of their frame of reference and they're struggling with it, but a whole lot of people out there in the world either know about it or are just really open to hearing what this science is yes. because it is out there. And in fact, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that they tell us they're, they're studying in Washington, worried about the next meteoric airburst event. Yeah, NASA
1: is re- really interested in, in the research on our site because it demonstrates what happens to a city when one of these objects <laughs> hits. They're kind of interested <sighs> in that. And but, but anyway, it's interesting, Gary, that some of our Bible guys, some of our biblical archaeologists guys yeah. would kind of push back on this. It's interesting because Genesis 19 says this very same thing. It says there was fire and burning stone from Yahweh out of the heavens. Well, that's a meteoritic event if i ever heard about one. And uh, so there it is in the text, and we're finding it in the ground, but people are still pushing back on it. That's bizarre to me that the that we find something. We find a cosmic event that's actually mentioned in the Bible, very famously so, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And, um, and yet we find evidence for that, and people push back on it. It's kind of an ironic thing.
0: Yeah, well, and if it was just you saying this stuff, it'd be one thing, but now we've got these 21 scientists and others who are saying it, and in other sites, they're saying the same kind of thing. Uh, it's out there, um, stay tuned, we'll keep you posted, in fact, next time, we'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, this con- uh, conference that Steve went to, find out a little bit more about the people that are there, and, uh, and find out that there's a whole lot of cool science going on, and a lot of it really can relate and connect to what we know in the scriptures. So join us again, traveling down biblical archaeology for the 21st century. Thanks for being with us today.